92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Welcome back. It is another hot mess Sunday. We have it a full is. packed house in here today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we love because rarely do we have live people well, other than us. That's true. We're that's alive. true. Finally, we have people in studio. In the studio. cocks are in the hen house, and it it's is it true. is blowing away here. It um, is. That was it's a very be... weird metaphor, but thank you. But, <laughs> you know, it works. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And what yeah. I love, we do this to the listeners all the time, is we'll say, hey, there's a packed house, but you don't get to hear who the hell they are yeah. for <laughs> Until at later. least 10 minutes. Yeah. And then you know, you gotta you take know. You got to take your own time. Right. You got to check in. Let them know what you've been doing this week, I even know, though it's basically nothing. Cause, th- yeah, really. You know, thanks. Our lives are, real nice are real exciting. Jonathan, what have you been up to? <laughs> Losing weight. Yeah, that's right. You're down to 204. Thanks correct? for telling everybody in my. Life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I re- wait. I remember. Wait. Let's oh, let's God. go. I remember telling you in a text once. You're the only person who gets to know this oh. number now. <laughs> everybody. Well, here's the thing. I haven't been oh, under since high school. Yeah. Which was like four years ago. All right. So it is crazy. All no, right. it's exciting because it's a long. There's it's like great. thirty pounds gone there. Yeah. Thirty pounds went. You've Bye-bye. you've done really well. You did really well last year, and you're doing right? really good this the year. The 5K last year. No, yeah. We're doing this. No, it's yeah. insanity. I will kill you later, by the way. That's but okay. beyond that, anyways, right. yeah, very exciting. And this is all with I killed my knee by just waking mm-hmm. up one morning. Now I'm in mm-hmm. physical therapy. So. And seriously, I woke up one oh morning. The gosh. physical therapist is like, "Why are you here? Because I hurt my knee." Uh, okay, how'd you do that? I rolled over. Oh my! I, I, I love that one day you just wake up with a broken knee. It's like out, I of, sprained, out of nowhere. I sprained my ACL. Yeah, which you is thought what, about exercising too much. I did. So yeah. I sprained my ACL and I ripped some ligaments. And wow. they're like, you can't just do that mm-hmm. by getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can do anything. <laughs> I set my mind yeah. to. So, no, so, but um, even with that, losing weight continues. Well done, right. my friend. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. So keep, keep at, keep I at told the my good doctor, work. watch it, supermodel. Don't challenge me. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell me I can't do something because I will just do it to prove you wrong and make you horrible. Yeah, just that's saying. true. What's your motto at work? Live every day like a supermodel. Like a supermodel. Yeah, I, I like do it. it. As long as you do have it. a perspective like you are a supermodel, mm-hmm. I don't care. Don't and nothing mm. can go wrong. Trust me. Nothing can go <laughs> wrong as long as you act like a supermodel everywhere nothing. you go. Nothing. nothing at Make all. sure the heels aren't too high. It can kind of get precarious. But other than that, I you mean, know you're what? totally fine. It's okay as long as everyone <laughs> knows it. Actually, it's funny because kind of that same thing um, is a little true. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, Cole and I went um, on a date, so we kind of dressed up. Uh, you know, so got sweet. got the nice shirts on. Uh, right. The shoes always on point. It was just shirt and shoes, though. Nothing Shirt else. and shoes. It that's it. That was a good date. Yeah. Um, no, but we looked really good. And I saw your picture in the paper. Got yeah. It. Got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. The streaker. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Streaker diners. Yeah. Um, but if you, I don't know if you uh, watch Bob's Burgers at all, but there's an episode where what? where Bob puts on like a suit and everyone yeah. treats him like, oh my gosh, you right? know, everything. Fancy. Um, so we went out and then we went to Rosar's and Cole's like, hey, can we get some wine? I'm like, yeah, we can because I right? can buy it now. Because I'm old And enough. we get into the aisle and because we're dressed like that, everybody and their mother in that aisle comes up to us and like, do you guys know anything about wine? Because we just need to pick out something. And I'm like, okay, sure, let's do this. Like, what do you want? Vineyard? That one's great. This one sucks. <laughs> buy it. That's fine. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm doing this. And then another guy comes up to me, and while we're looking, he literally brings up this bottle of gin up to my face. I was like, is this any good? 
That is insane. Just because you were dressed nice? Just because we were dressed nice. Oh, I people don't know if that makes me happy or sad, sad for Spokane. Sad. Because people will come lie. up to you if you look nice just without, do you want to check my credentials maybe? I'm going to do it I'm, just I'm, from now on. I'm just going to dress nice. I love that on date night you yeah. dressed up and went to Rosar's. No, no, we went somewhere <laughs> beforehand. That was afterwards. That okay. was afterwards. Okay. We okay. went to we I'm went back. to uh, Nudo because Cole had. I love Nudo. He had ramen in Vancouver for the first time, and now is obsessed and loves ramen. So we went to good get ramen. chefs can make anything because that's like my college years. Yeah. Ramen, except well, it, I wasn't as good as they it, were. It, yeah, it was, it was still, top ramen. It was, it was, well, yeah, it was well, ramen. You house. know, yeah. mine was top ramen and cheese and maybe mayonnaise. <laughs> why was I three hundred pounds? I don't know. I don't know why that happened. It was crazy. Oh it snuck gosh. up on me. Yeah. But Apologies yeah, so that's cool. <laughs> and I, I I do have to, you know, say I love that you you have date nights. What it it's mm-hmm. a great thing to do because you mm-hmm. know I'm reading, of course, I like to read Damon. You do Dr. Damon, we call him. Not He's a real our, doctor. <laughs> not a real doctor. Disclosure, not he, a real doctor. He uh you know, he is for everybody knows we do Dr. Sex, yeah. which is our He's our sex therapist. Sex and relationship therapist out of New York. It. And love yeah. Damon. So I'm reading yeah. three books right now at the same time. Which because is sometimes crazy my brain needs that. But I'm reading that. Yeah. I'm reading, again, Ross Matthews' Man Up. Remember when he was Man on, up. we talked about his book. True. And then I'm reading uh, I Am Malala. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't say her last name, but you know Malala. So yeah. she was. She is lived in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. She is pro-education, mm-hmm. and she was shot because of it yeah. by the Taliban. Anyways, amazingness. And I just read to think about how it's important to have date night in relationships, yeah, no matter absolutely. how new or old they, they mm-hmm. may be. You just have to go and either keep connecting, reconnect, just go out to have fun, and no phones. I love. No. That's my number one rule: is no phones. Thank you, especially because half of you no really mm-hmm. loves Pokemon Go. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, get <laughs> out of here. Yes, we had a long conversation about we this did. last week. Yeah, Houston, excuse us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love it. It's true. But, yeah. but can I say, yeah, can I say this though? Yeah. We, I have seen less stories of stupid people. Falling and you off and I cliffs. were debating debating about that whether yeah. it's because the game is waiting down or all the stupid people have now died. Right, like Darwinian, Darwinian. D- yeah, social Darwinism has come in Darwin- to play. Darwin- Natural selection. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Natural (laughs) selection, much easier. We're going to go with that. There you go. Uh, Right? So that's that's fun as all. Mm -hmm. Before, we have to let the Houston check in. Houston, check Check in. in. Every, so uh, I can already tell just by looking at you when you walk in, one of the things that happens new is you are constantly getting your hair cut. Yes. And you now... Every week, you, every every week. week. you go every week, which is ridiculous. It's true. That's right. You don't and even right have any hair to cut. keep these lines fresh. No, see, oh what's happening gosh. now is there's a new line that there's has two. been shaved into his head. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's happening. Right Nobody now. can see it when I work because I have to wear a hat. Yeah. Okay, so we have mentioned, so your work tends to be you have to take piercings out, this whole thing. So do yeah. you also have to hide your hair? It's Where hidden is with a is hat. <laughs> I mean, on purpose. Like, is this job in Pakistan or is this like? You no, know, I do not. I, know. I do not have to hide my hair. Oh, okay, so. it's he has just, to wear a burqa, it's Jonathan. Just act just the eyes. <laughs> just, yeah. Keep I, it pure. I'm Keep it just pure. saying. I don't understand any business True. anymore that makes you hide piercings or in it because I think that is way I like know, 20 yeah. years ago. You yeah, have to take it. them all out. All of right? them. Mm-hmm. What even, if you had a tattoo? Would you have even to hide that? I mean, you have one. No, tattoos are fine. Gauges, I have to put clear ones in, and then my nose ring I have to take out. Really? And my lip one I just took out because it was too annoying. I'm so confused. How odd. I don't understand. How odd. How How odd. odd. You know what I did do? Fascinating. What did you do? I got to uh, move or lay sod the other day. 
I'm not okay. excited for you. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm so sore. Oh, <laughs> I've it never would done be that a before. Good workout. Yeah. Did you do this at your house? Our neighbors. I was going to say your house is pretty. You know, the yeah, lawn there's already and the garden. Lawn yeah, we don't need any more lawn. Yeah. No. Yeah, just on the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Replacing the driveway with some saw. I yep. feel like it's like just it's laying carpet out. Yeah, but heavy carpet. Yeah. It's a lot heavier and than then, carpet. But it's like there, there's dirt and grass and water in there and who knows what else. <laughs> you, <laughs> Let me explain this to you <laughs> right now. Listen <laughs> up. This is what sod is. You know too much about sod. It was the so day that big storm came in. Oh yeah. Which Where by the, the way, sky opened up and like it was oh there yeah. were two again. tornadoes actually here. Yep. Did you they hear touched that? down. They touched, they touched down. down. We don't get It was almost by here. your house too. In well, airway. It was up north. Yeah. And in airway, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. That was crazy. The sky opened like, up crazy. Ugh. Now, I yeah. lived in Tulsa for six years, and I can tell you that happened like every week. Yeah. But here, but that's here really it's weird. It's so rare. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, what the heck, Spokane? So, yeah. so, you got your haircut and you laid down sod. Haircut, sod, Houston. pizza. Houston, I want more for I you. know. I don't I know do. why I'm so jealous of your life. <laughs> Everyone should be jealous. <laughs> sod, haircuts, and pizza. Great. Look out. Oh, I look right. exciting Oof. and crazy. You, like, girl, calm down. Right? Calm down. Um, Anyways, you there's to. your check in. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Let's, thanks, uh, thanks for listening. We're, gonna, we're, we're now going to listen to an actually exciting song because this is from. Um, uh, 21 Pilots, one of my and our favorite bands. Yes, I and, love them. Um, uh, this is going to be they're the okay. song that they're great. This is going to be the song <laughs> that they're playing and wrote for Suicide Squad called Heathen. So mm-hmm. take it away. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. It is. And uh, let's take a little trip down memory lane just let's for a it. second. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. We had on. Most, and please. Yeah. Hey, Sergey, I think you should introduce him because he's live <laughs> in studio. And yeah, do it. I, do it. I will. Okay. It's Sam LaFran. <laughs> there you go. You guys are like the worst. <laughs> we are. It's better than uh, LaFroggy, which LaFroggy. was one, one time. Yeah. LaFroggy? Uh, it's LaFroggy. LaFroggy. I love that. So good. LaFrage. Okay, so uh, we talked to you from New York last time. <clears throat> yes. You, on my phone. Mm-hmm. On your phone. On your phone. My phone. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. It's like in a storm cellar. <laughs> and yeah. yet you... <laughs> what? You faked it so well. <laughs> you really I, did. I was home. I'm, you did. I'm I didn't trying, even notice. I want to do like more radio interviews. Oh, let's yeah. get better at them. Well, yeah. good. There you go. This is practice. No, yes. you're on. But oh. now you're live in studio because you're in yes. Spokane because your play, right. first time out of New York, is right. here in Spokane. And you get to see here, it here, today. Here. Yeah. I know. It's not the first time out of New York. It's okay. the first time it's being done without me. Okay. Yeah, now, see, we originally did it in Columbia, South Carolina That's in 2012 right. with Columbia Children's mm-hmm. Theater. And then we did it in mm-hmm. New York and in Pennsylvania. That's right. And But it's all the time it's been with me. Me attached to it. Me directing right? it. Me and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And so now somebody else has gone and gotten the rights and yeah. they're producing it. Are you nervous to see something that you have directed so many times and now you... You know, it's letting go of your baby. I, I mean, like, what are they going to do to it? I'm not nervous. Not at all? No, I'm not. I'm just excited. That's brilliant. Well, oh, they it's love gonna it. It's going to be great. You'll yeah. love it. They were in mm-hmm. studio. I have never met a group of people are with wacky? energy. They and are wa- wacky and fun. And That's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think it's in good hands. Yeah. yeah. And Kurt, Kurt saw it yes. twice. Kurt mm-hmm. saw it twice. He went yesterday. Um, yes. And then, no, it's so much fun. I think you're going to love it. Of course, I don't know what the original was like because I only saw this one, but yeah. it's good. So, That's so okay. get excited. So, but you are, you guys are ready to do another one. 
you're going to do another one. You wrote another one? I'm currently currently writing another one. I'm, we're writing The Commedia Snow White. And we oh. don't know where it's going to be or when yeah. it's going to be, but it's going to be because we are going to continue doing our stuff. Mm-hmm. Do it. You have awesome. to. Know. Yes. Yeah. Yes, girl. Oh, yeah. please. If you, this show, we home. know what that means. You just do it. Yeah. You just keep going. Yeah, we are. We're going to keep going. We had a great like first year, and I've yeah. got the momentum. and. Yeah. Uh, inspiration and I want to like really do this thing. See, yeah. that's amazing. Now, True. tell us how long have you been to our side of the nation? How long have you been here? Oh, um, like what? I got here like Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. So like, in you want to hear all about it? In yeah. Idaho, <laughs> you're yeah. in Idaho. Yeah, so I got here and I'm all, staying in, in Idaho. In Idaho. This is my yeah. Idaho voice. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so here's the thing. Well, <laughs> and, and let's be honest. Uh, one of our our you've been on our show before. I'm, I'm like, my name's Josh. I'm going to introduce myself. Do it. Nobody else wanted to Right. We had to do me. the, the, the first. <laughs> right. Listen, Listen. to him. Once you've okay, been give on us here, a second here. Like two or three The times. one and only sassiest queen. Yes. The diva is here, Josh. Josh Swan. I, if Swan. you remember, Jill, Hello. you there were you on our July 4th show. <laughs> you were. I was on the July 4th show. The independent, the independent. That was the crazy preaching to the choir. I mean, it, oh, it got crazy mm-hmm. up in here big time. But Yeah. But you were on that show, and you know you were always we're always chit chatting with you during our show, and that was the show you actually listened um, to Sam's interview and decided, okay, let's meet up when you come to town. I and did. so it's partially your fault that you brought him to Idaho. So he sorry about has it, Sam. had yeah. a wonderful time. We've seen the better parts of Idaho as Good, a smart. lifelong resident. Yeah, parking lots, we call. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the is like, is am I saying it right? Weekol, Winko. Winko. So, oh Winko. yeah, that's Winko and all the candy for they got there. Oh hey Helen, <laughs> God Helen's <laughs> crazy. You know, after her divorce, she's just never been. The for same. some reason, he's like every time he thinks Idaho accent, Midwestern just right. Pops and out. yet yeah. he makes True. it very much more entertaining than when I listen to you know your governor over there. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we don't we don't she. have to talk about him. Butch right? Otter. But like oh, the thing that's been funny is I'm taking him to some of my like favorite restaurants and. Sure. Not <laughs> and they're like smaller restaurants. They're Mod not like pizza. big fancy. <gasps> I love Mod Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what Prince Charming? He goes in and he's like, I, I don't know about this place. And then he eats it. And like we've done it twice because Mod Pizza and then the Breakfast Note, y'all, which is a quarter lane place. Uh-huh. He goes in and he's like, this is a lot better than I expected. Right. Like, well, oh, thanks for yeah. the fame. It would be different. Well, you're from New York. Me. It was like the Laramie Project at first. I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> this is I'm not it. coming out alive in You're this like, place. this is going to yeah. be my last meal. But oh, Mod Pizza, you know, true. this is like, so what do you want to eat? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, there's this place called Mod Pizza. I'm like, I like pizza. I'm like, what's it like? He's like, it's like if Subway and a pizza place uh, like <laughs> yes, had a baby. True. I'm like, oh, yum. <laughs> Sign me up. Do you know what I mean? This is what I got to say about Mod Pizza. So Sergey introduced me to mod yeah. pizza it is great welcome. it is can great. i say yeah. there's no place that i would rather have a salad because you can get the salad pizza which is gigantic it's a salad <laughs> on top has, of your pizza yeah and it's this salad <laughs> top to yeah. like it, it fed me for a week it was <laughs> awesome yeah and they bake like asiago cheese on you and then they just put everything to I, be it's honest my favorite salad in the you world. are the only person i've ever seen in the entire existence of mod that has gotten a pizza <gasps> salad <gasps> i true maybe that's and why I it's so big why. they just don't know how like they big don't to make yeah. it they don't know when to well, stop yeah they're like, <laughs> they're like is the first the time they've ordered it i so. love vegetables oh, and they're like what do you want on it all of that oh, <laughs> all of it want it everything yes yeah. please <laughs> so true. you're getting good so it's got to be culture shock from new york to spokane you guys i love it carolina oh there you go so it's almost like you (laughs) came here via (laughs) south carolina and you just passed through new york for a few years and now you're here yeah right 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 right. (laughs) 
Good. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I think uh, the lake is beautiful. Coeur <gasps> d'Alene, yeah. It's oh absolutely gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's beautiful in the mountains and the trees. Yeah. He took me right. on a hike. Oh, look I was at you. such a New Yorker, though. I was like, yeah. oh, God, all this walking. I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to walk. I, I had, like, allergies because I got here and I got, like, yeah. a summer cold. And oh, so, like, yeah, I had sure. allergies. And so I was yes, like, right. Miranda yeah. <laughs> going on a hike. <laughs> I was like, these bugs, these pollen. Right. Yeah. It's true. He survived. Uh, he survived. He survived. Good. I am just discovering yeah. hiking. As yep. all our if you live in the know. Northwest, you gotta hike. You that's have right. to try. And I'm just now getting it, so I feel you though, because that's yeah. exactly how I feel. Yep. But I love it. It just takes a little extra time. No. Yeah. And I get lost. I don't have a sense of direction. So well, I ended up. Right. I it, no, I tried. That. It Sergei. does not work here. It's not like the Blair Witch I ended Project. up in a. You have <laughs> trespassed on our property, and we oh, have crap. guns. And I'm like, yeah, it was scary. That I'm happens. texting Sergey, going, I don't know. I've been here for three hours. <laughs> there are lost. tents around. <laughs> I finally made it to a main. Ro- it was a movie. It was like a horror movie. It was like <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. It was happening. Oh my god. So uh, it's yeah. not always smart for me to go alone. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe. Maybe mind. have your hiking partner and hold their right? hands. Right. Ooh, that's a good way. True. But see, I went on a first date. And, and it was on a hike, and that I, that can go terribly wrong. Which can be great <laughs> or bad. Fun. Yeah, great or it bad. It can be great, or they can yeah. kill you because you're yeah. alone in wilderness and you don't know what's happening. You know, Cole and I went Ooh. on our first date on a hike, <gasps> and he keeps on joking till this day that I'm still going to murder him because you go on a hike together alone into the woods. <laughs> what do you expect? I feel like you shouldn't, stranger, you shouldn't put you. some things in the universe. You shouldn't do that. Well, <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to have to testify your trial. It. Soon. <laughs> I feel it. Okay. It's happening. He knows it's coming. <laughs> he it's, knows it's coming. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, What's out there? Everyone. So heard. today is the day. Yes. Isn't it a matinee? It's a matinee at two. And uh, uh, will you. Spokane children. I always want to say Spokane. Please don't ever. Don't ever. People hate ever. that, though. We hate that. Yes. Yeah. Spokane. People hate that. No, people yeah. do that all the time. Spokane. It just so like remind it. people it which does. play is it? And you said it's at Spokane Children's It's Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. I'm just at the Spokane Children's Theater, and it's yes. the last performance today at two. Uh-huh. Two o'clock. Go see it two first o'clock. of all. Yes, Kurt's get your addicted tickets. to this play. Yeah, and th- we You'll need you to know. So we need you to know that he does not always enjoy the events we go to. He never laughs at anything. Ever. And Kurt He's could so not sweet. stop laughing. Oh. No, so sweet. He loved oh, it. You know what? You know what? We saw it, and then I went home to visit my lovely mother, which never really happens. Um, but it happened this week, and I, I, I may, I made her go with. My my sister, she's What'd six. She oh my god, she loved it because my sister like is like six, six yeah, Perfect. and she loved it because it was amazing with the children's theater. And my mom loved it, and she doesn't really uh, go out that much. I mean, she does, but like, I mean, right? she doesn't go to theater that much. She but doesn't she really it. like things. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm she loves hear that. Yeah, so so it's that's a big deal. And that one, I'm just yeah. telling you, you don't know no. how much of a big deal it is because there are moments Kurt will whisper yeah. to me at a matinee or at a um, intermission and be like, "Can I just go?" I'm like, yeah. no, mm-hmm. you are no. here now. You <laughs> stayed through the show. So, He's, no, he, he doesn't always enjoy it. And he, no. he loved it. So. And, and we're talking like Broadway shows, like pe- Broadway shows and he'll come be through like, and he'll mm. be like, eh, not interested. You're like Phantom of the Opera. He's like, yes. eh, I could do without that. Okay, you can go. <laughs> do die. you hear that world? Buy the rights. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> make the right. make <laughs> Sam <laughs> make a rich, famous. successful man. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do yes. it now. But anyways, go check it out today. No. Definitely want everybody everybody to go see Everybody. this because I'm excited. They are very nervous, I can tell you now. Yeah. They told us when they, they, that they you're going to be there. They don't need to be because I, I have know. nothing but love and this is just like, I'm I'm honored. I'm mm. like really humbled. So excited. You know, I'm, and I'm excited and it's just going to be fun. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, you know, 
I can't believe yeah, you're gonna give him notes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, right. wouldn't okay, that be the so. worst thing? Uh-huh. That'd be like the worst oh thing. Like, God. great job, you guys. I just have some notes, right? Uh. So wait, hold on. Page five. I want to say that note first. <laughs> I'm like expecting to go there, and there's gonna be this giant like throne in the middle, and there's it's gonna should. be little Sam, and then all around like those True. metal folding chairs there are just should. gonna be. Uh, Do it. Just this. They just yeah. artfully stack yeah. them so Hello. that he can. <laughs> Perform for me. <laughs> See, it's, I think this is happening. Uh, like that. awesome. I'm just excited. I love it when any guest that we've had on the show before actually shows up in person. Runs through <laughs> town, yeah. Right? We are always inviting everybody to talk to you. You should go to Spokane because everybody goes to Seattle. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, no, we Which is great. Yeah. No, that's great. But we like, exist on hello. this side of the state. Yeah. We do. <laughs> so <laughs> so you've shown up, so we love that. So, so, so love it here. It's nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. Lots of air. There right. is. Right. We pride lots, ourselves on that. Lots, lots of, of air. Breathable we have air, air here. Yeah. <laughs> breathable air. Yes, that's right. That's where it's at. Yeah. But. Well, let's take a song break here. Okay. And then we'll come back and talk to the Joshy, the Ooh. Josh Swan, um, about his yes. travelings because he's traveled. Quite a bit. I feel like you're uh, making up a lot month. of words today. What? I just want to say that. Because travel, traveling. You know what? Shakespeare did that. Travel. True. Yeah, thank you. Actually, very true. Wait. We're keeping look. him around. We're Way keeping to stay him in around. the okay. arts mode. <laughs> Hashtag like foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Right. Exactly. If only. So okay. we're going to listen to Panic at the Disco. This is their song, Love Miss them. Jackson. Oh. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Outspoken receives support from Northwest Fair Housing Alliance, a local nonprofit that provides education, counseling, and advocacy to help eliminate housing discrimination and ensure equal housing opportunity. Information available at 1-800-200-FAIR and online at nwfairhouse.org. Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights, located at 232 West Sprague Avenue. More information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. You, okay, before, before we move on here, you know what the greatest thing about having that um, reading nine every single time on our show is that when I am at nine yes. and it's like 1 a.m. in the morning and I can't get home and I need to text Cole to come pick me up, I know the address because I read right? it every single time. because you read Sunday. it all the time. I'm like, oh, it's 232 West Sprague Avenue. <laughs> right. Easy. I love it. Oh, it makes me happy. How many times has that happened, though? Like, shouldn't Cole know the address by well, like, that one time? Second but, the okay. one time he did that because one we time. kept him out too late. Yeah. After, well, yeah. After, after that, he um. And then our friends refused like, to pick me up. So right. I had to walk. I, it's walking forced, distance, but you know. Our friends forced him to hug him. Hug uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> Cole's yeah. like, I don't know who you are. Drunk, Queer people are hugging drunk people. Drunk lady. Like, right? oh. <laughs> well, drunk lady, why are you hugging me? I that don't. Was a little I don't know. That's true. Perfect. So we're back. Okay. We again have Sam Lefroge. Yeah, that's right. I Lefroge. did it. That was me. But she covered and it. And Josh Swan in <laughs> the studio live. It's always fun to have live guests in here. Uh, just a reminder: Sam Lefroge is the writer of the Commedia de Rapunzel. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you can Kirk. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the Commedia Rapunzel. The, it's very simple. That. He is the writer of that. <laughs> and 
That is doing its final performance today. Today at, at two, two o'clock, yes. and uh, you're gonna be there. To I'm gonna it. be there. You and Josh will be there. So there. everybody else should go. Yes, because like it here. has. You Kurt's get, stamp of approval, right? Like and ten times over. You get to see the show with <laughs> the creator up. himself, right? So, so go and remember. Came with that. No. We also had the crew. The uh, uh, there was four of them in studio yes. yeah. and talked about it, and they're so much fun. So uh-huh. definitely go support it. Like we said last week, it is at Children's Theater, but it has something for everyone. It it's does. a family show. It's yes. a family it show. It's not a children's theater right. show. It's not exactly. Judy B. Jones in the case no. of the missing watermelon. <laughs> <juice>. Right. <laughs> Although very, that very entertaining. Sounds, I that, want that. that but I that, want there's that. nothing wrong with Junie B either. <laughs> right, right. Bless her heart. When I, <laughs> bless her heart. She's crazy, that Junie B. <laughs> First of all, I just <laughs> want to do a show ad-libbing with you. Let's just do that. that. Let's improv a whole Let, show. Let's move here, guys. Right. Let's move here. Hey. Just fly in. You'll don't. get rich off, <laughs> off this one Spokane don't. show. Just fly back <laughs> and forth. Yeah, I love it. I don't know. So, we were going to talk to Josh. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk to Don't forget about Josh. Josh. You went to the European continent, and what I, did you do there? Oh, my awkward. God, it was amazing. Yeah. So I want to put this out and preface it because I don't want to sound like overly pretentious. But uh, but you are. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> and that's okay. Just Done. own it. Thanks. Uh, so I graduated college, and after going to school for 17 years, I gifted myself with a trip right? to Europe uh, to kind of explore, to make some waves, see some new things. And it was really interesting. I went yeah. with a tour group. Because I'm like, I don't want to have to plan any of this. Yeah. Uh, so Mm-mm. it was through a company that does 18 to 28 people that want to go travel. There's a whole bunch of different And that's trips. age group, not number of people. Age group, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we had about... <laughs> I just wanted to clarify yeah, for good, 30 good, people good, that were oh on our God. trip. And a lot of us have never met each other. Mm-hmm. They made like that's a Facebook fun. group. Oh yeah. my God, it was so fun. Did you meet a lot of cool people? I met some awesome and amazing people oh, who cool. I... Yay. I like as a networker. I love meeting new people because right. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. a couch in that city I, that I, I can like stay so at. Sh- and I right. feel like you're so yeah. shy, but okay. Sure. Huh. Me shy. Right. <laughs> a question: Are they all from everywhere or just from Idaho? They're from the states. Okay, so, so this is a group. It's just gotcha. an Idaho. There that's were only, even more fun. Well, I was worried. There were all only four like, Idahoans go every year. <laughs> only Idahoans, yeah. Ah. It's interesting because there was like <laughs> only three people from the West. Oh, everybody nice. else was from either Texas, oh. the oh, South, well. the Midwest, or New York City. So you get to mix up the cultures nice. uh, in our nation, going totally to a completely different culture. Okay. Exactly, it was fantastic. What and countries I, did you visit? So we did uh, Amsterdam, Frankfurt, Ooh, that's Munich. Not a country, but that's good. <laughs> I'm, None I'm of going these by are cities, <laughs> actually, but great. <laughs> what yeah. cities did you go to? See, we, thank we you. fixed thank it. You. Thank, thank you, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. So uh, we did uh, <laughs> Amsterdam, <laughs> Frankfurt, Munich, okay. Venice, oh my God. the Swiss Ooh. Alps. It was a oh, region oh, called yeah. Lucerne. Wow. But thank you. That's great. Paris. And then wow. London. Uh, Barry. Okay. Uh, first of all, Venice, is it really sinking? And second, was it fun? Because that, that one just, what? It is really sinking, but it's only about like, Maybe four inches throughout an entire like year. That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. It sinks four that's, inches every year. That is a lot. Oh, Something along those doomed. lines. Oh my they gosh! Doomed. They're yeah, building it up. I'm, I'm assuming to. it's gonna. It's like a yeah. ladder. They gotta keep climbing. Yeah. Well, it's rising though. sea levels and it's sinking. You're I not know. gonna survive. So I'm glad you went there. Do not buy real estate there. (laughs) But I do want to talk about a couple of things because I was like, I'm going. I need to see gay things. Yeah, true. I need to see all the gay things. Yes. I researched a couple of the gay destinations. Uh I downloaded an app which must not be named. 
uh, to see oh. who the locals were. Oh, I know. Mm. I had uh, redownloaded it after a good <laughs> few months. So it's very, a very <laughs> <Yeah>, Pokemon <laughs> Go. Uh, yes, so exactly. So, uh, so a very puritanical app. I'm thinking, okay, gotcha. Amsterdam, <laughs> first off, uh, uh-huh. there was a... The app exploded in Amsterdam. I'm oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. The Amsterdam was <laughs> one crashed the service. Oh my God, yes. I was a little bit timid in Amsterdam because okay. it was my first time like staying outside the country. Yeah. So yeah. I probably held back a little more than oh. I should have. Oh, okay. But uh, in Amsterdam, there's actually a homo monument. And it is a set of three triangles. It's located. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Actually, so there's the Anne Frank house. <laughs> and then it's got mm-hmm. a giant huge line that yeah. leads back and it actually goes right through the homo monument and it's three giant pink triangles mm. that are set into the ground oh, wow. one That's is awesome. raised up yeah one is ground level and the other like dips into the canal and they're connected by That's via like these pink blocks the one that was going into the canal though i had like a very heartfelt moment you go down and you step into it and it was about a month old mind you but there was a tribute of roses and candles mm. and signs that said Orlando across. Oh and I God, about that's wow. cried. Awesome. That is awesome. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Wow. Really heartfelt. Yeah. yeah. So that happened. That's for everyone ama- who... That, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I just think that that's amazing how big of an impact, first of all, that made and how people across the world are, yes. you know, exactly. having a monument and making, you know, these kinds of thing i mean it's it's huge that's standing amazing. in solidarity with absolutely us. Mm-hmm. yeah and so then hopefully that's, that's we great. can do something with that awesome. uh, for everybody who doesn't know their history the you know obviously the pink triangles as part of the concentration camps yes, way yeah. back the Holocaust, were the yeah. way to identify that you were homosexual just like the stars were exactly. ways that, to identify who yep. was jewish um the triangles were sewn onto to those uh mm-hmm. uniforms. gay men and women and they um, were mm-hmm. and so yep. a lot of people still don't know that and so yeah. that's this amazingness that there is a yeah. monument uh that does not forget and i think that's just brilliant and well, then there's awesome. a little like gay and lesbian travel information yeah. booth like right next to it that's which was so lovely. great huh. mm. so there was that yeah and then i happened upon munich pride Oh, like you we were just not Look at walking that. through just randomly. Just like, oh, well, they're it. having a pride. Saw a whole bunch of flags. And yeah, we're like, we looked it up and, and it was like, Munich pride. Oh, cool. That is amazing. I didn't really have time to stop. It was a pass through. But I'm like, oh, my uh-huh. God, these the, are my people. The <laughs> yeah. only downside to taking a group trip. Lots yeah, of upsides. The downside yeah. is, oh, that now, is an awesomeness. I can't stay. Fine. I'm wondering, would you do this next time with a trip again with like a group or would you do it by yourself now that you kind of have? a handle on it so a lot of it for me and it was coming across or trying to come across nice when i was giving feedback to the company i loved the tour yeah uh however it was very much like i wanted to learn the ropes i wanted to know going into a country where you don't speak the language how do you pick up the transit system how do you find your way around to navigate we did this about five different countries and like three different languages so i wasn't sure if i wanted to say thank you if i said merci dankeschön right well uh, grazie or Any other words, you one would pop out of your mouth, and you'd hope they'd understand at the end of the trip. All and right, honestly, right. a lot of them will write, especially now they've with their well. Let's you've gone to London, right? Yeah. I want you to go back in two years when Brexit is finished and tell me how it is because I, right now it's a good time I to don't go know because not a lot be. has changed. No. The exchange is rate coming. is uh, the exchange yeah. rate was fantastic, way better than it would have been before Brexit. Yeah, yeah well, true. true. 
Uh, but lots changing. So did you? So there's a couple of things I want to ask you. But you met, you went to London. I did. did you notice because it's at this very tumultuous time? You know, Theresa May's just been mm-hmm. announced mm-hmm. as their new prime minister. Did you notice any of that uh, tension in the air? Not all that much. It was kind of interesting because they foreigners pay so much attention to American politics. It's very sad because they I do really. Oh, yeah. pay no attention yeah. anywhere else. So anywhere you go, they'd I say. They just give you this look and be so like, uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. And you're like, they um, they hate him. Brexit. And I then they shut like up. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of apologizing as Americans when we're, <laughs> when we're abroad. <laughs> oh, Donald. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because it was an accident. We don't Even know how it happens. in Canada, anytime we go there, I owe it. And you know me, I'll bring up yes. that conversation oh. like, hey, what do you think about? Right. Oh, wait, this is going to last two hours and it's probably a mistake. But you, don't don't you, don't do that. you don't even start that, Sergey. You don't even start that. I do all the time. And they all. Always, always, always are like, yeah, you guys suck. Yeah, you guys actually. Suck. Well, I don't feel like Donald we fully Trump. recovered from the Bush years. Although yeah. we're a little better, but we have not fully recovered. Well, they like they like Obama, but I mean, it, you know, it's just it's rough. So that happened, though. It it yeah. did happen, and it was kind of sad. But then, okay. like London, you're like, okay, Brexit, and then usually you could have like this right. neutral Everything territory, shut, right? Yeah. Because they're like, oh, we just had our sucking moment. Got it. Got no. it. Ah. Uh, London, I was also going to say, was really interesting for me as well. As I said, I had downloaded uh, app Who Must Not Be Named. And, and love that you call it that. That's <laughs> awesome. I did visit for nine and three <laughs> quarters. <laughs> yeah. Every, so. should not be nice. Every <laughs> gay man in America knows exactly what you're talking about. Right that, now. that they do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so on there, like, I am a prep warrior, a Truvada yeah. warrior, mm-hmm. however Damon, like, put it, that was amazing. Yeah. Yes. And I love it. I have it on my profile. I'm like, I'm on prep negative as of this time. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, So the first couple of times that I got a response to that was like, uh, so why did you or why are you on prep? And then they'd be very timid about it. And I found which is out interesting because typically Europeans are a little more open about sex than Americans are. You yeah. would think that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found out because I was kind of they were just timid and awkward about it. And I'm like, well, I'm taking care of my sexual health. Like, what is bad about that? Yeah. And come to find out that only the very, very risky cases, people who are out partying, doing a ton of drugs and having sex like left and right. Yeah. Are the only ones that are really recommended to get on Truvada. Yeah. So when they saw prep across my thing, they were seeing uh, that I was a very risky case and probably yeah. into more things than they cared for. Caution, Courtney Love. Right? Oh. Here's, she's here. She's here. What's, so. That's very strange to me huh. that that would be it was the way almost it's like shame. Especially because Shaming. if you if you look at I was having this conversation with someone the other day. If you look at prep, it's supposed to be like the evolution really of condoms, you know, because it's this great it, it the I would well, be very the efficacy rate. I know, but what I'm seeing that's interesting too, that we're not gonna have that conversation because although both are very relevant and used in tandem is, you know, amazing. And yeah. we all know there is no such thing as safe sex, it's just safer sex. Right. But yeah. that we that we still have this very weird uh, holding back of this mm-hmm. drug when mm-hmm. it should be, this is a great tool yeah. for my toolbox. It yes. should be seen yep. as what you know, prophylaxis, pre-exposure prophylaxis, as it is, and yet this, it's still I don't think fully. I don't think we moralize it so much. I don't even think it's a matter of moralizing it. My holding back was equating it or saying an evolution of condoms. If it was an evolution of mm-hmm. condoms, it would protect me against syphilis, gonorrhea. True, chlamydia. and that's important to note to people who use it because a lot of people forget that. Yes, it's the big bad scary HIV. Mm-hmm. It is a great protection against that. But the fact is, it's not protecting you against Precisely. all other STDs. 
that are that are out there. Mm-hmm. But it is still a fascinating uh, that Europe would be. Yeah, you would think they would be more on on board with it, especially that. Like you said, they are more sex positive. So it's yeah. almost there's or a stigma there. They can't there's be, a total you know. stigma there. Huh. And it was funny because I messaged you two and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, if I'm going to be on for that first hour, yeah. I can totally talk about this. And then Sergey's like, go London. It's awesome. I'm sure they do a way better job. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. I said it was different. Not I better. wish well, that Damon. I just thought it was better. Right. Yeah. Instantly, I assumed. You're I'm like, sorry. I London, wish it's Damon be was on right now. I, know. I would love to talk to, well, because to him about it's, this. It, like we said, um, we do assume that they are doing a better job, but obviously they're not. And Damon would have so many opinions right he now. He would. Oh we my love, opinions. we oh. love our Dr. Sex, Damon <laughs> it's Jacobs. It's everywhere in New York. It's yeah, like that's the subway right. ads. I'm like, get yeah. on the A train. And there's they give like, it out you know, like candy there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what the heck? Oh, yeah. Very yeah, I know. Candy. That's where, yeah, <laughs> well, Damon talks about you know, that all the time over I mean, there. But hey. Yeah. It it took why can't it be that? Not going to lie. There was a long time where only one doctor in Spokane would even talk to talk you about, about it. it. Isn't no. that crazy? Yeah. yeah. But it's evolving it's and it's changing. Insane. I think so. And well. I I heard a mainstream story about it the other day and I was in wow. shock because we've been talking about it for two years. And yeah. they are <laughs> and finally. They're just now getting there. Yeah. Because in Africa right now, they have introduced it uh, to studies for young teenage girls who go. happen to be sexually active because That's over fantastic. there- the yeah. sex culture is a way to survive. Yeah, um, and they've introduced that into into the the sex yeah. ed education, and their numbers are coming down into new cases of HIV right. and in Africa. Of course, they are well, sky high. And I think something we need to understand is that prep could be part of the evolution to a vaccine potentially. I mean, if, which is if, what they're working right, on. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, if we get it to be a once a week, once a month thing, something that's prescribed by a doctor, something you go in to get administrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of the stigma there could go away, especially if we make it an opt out. I mean, if you make it opt out, no one really, right. you know. We tried to talk to the governor about I know. that. Their he wasn't the kind of guy I know. Was like, educated this week. <laughs> we, we were he really he wasn't. Be. Because, no. I mean, opting out is just such a smart idea for that. But I don't understand why we're not doing to it. doctors right now. It is. In Washington, at least. It is. It is costs a lot of money. Testing. Yeah. So it's. I'm fascinated by this whole, but I also think America, t- yeah. I mean, even look at how conservative we are in the politics right now. Yeah. Oh, and gosh. so against oh, each other because there's a whole group that want to be very no. conservative no. Uh, to this conversation. So it's a fascinating uh, it's a fascinating dialogue in the U.S. right mm. now. And to have and worldwide that. worldwide even. Well, and now to have that. Happening everywhere. What's yeah. going on everywhere else. I'm, I'm fascinated. It yeah. was only London that I had heard that too. It wasn't anywhere yeah. else that I got a response. And then all of a sudden, like, there was few people that were timid. Uh, yeah. One, like, there was one person in particular who was like, I wouldn't even want to go near that because it might be something like a negative side effect that I could get. And I'm like, whoa. What? Ease up, buddy. What's happening? I, I was a little bit confused. He never yeah. quite explained it and said, you know, I'm just really not Because it sounds like he, he read, this happens all the time. You read half a story and you've decided yeah. what the rest of it is and Absolutely. you start spouting your, mm-hmm. you spout your opinion. Yeah. You yeah. read a Facebook status and right? it becomes fact. <laughs> right. Yes. A meme. Yeah. I a meme. accidentally watched Fox News and that must have been real. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. Oh, God. No, I'm oh. just telling you. I'm just oh, telling God. you. <laughs> that is what's scary, but that's how we vote. So, you know, oh, now that I'm going to get off. Thank you. I'm going to... I'm As for the tour group, though, it was also really another. just interesting because we straight. had a night in France, and, and we did a uh, we did a fancy dinner, and okay. there was another tour group okay. from the same company. There oh. was a token lesbian on there, and her oh. and I bonded so, so much. Yeah, because it's like because everyone else gay? was. Straight I was the on token gay. Huh. 
Oh. So we bonded as the tokens because if you want to go out to a gay club and you're in a group of straight people, it's they're awkward. Like, yeah, yeah, they don't get it. And if you want Which to like, like, just have fun and dance, you're, you're fine. Like, Sports bar? No. But if you, you wanted to like even uh. meet somebody and you had one person with you, and then you'd feel like you were ditching them if you met somebody, and it kind of just defeats the whole purpose. Oh, I'm annoyed. True. So it was just awkward, and her and I bonded over that, and it was yeah. wonderful. Wow. Huh? Fascinating to she me. She was adorable. Yeah. Uh-oh. See, I don't know, like. I, I get the whole point of a tour group and I feel like that's fun and it's all organized. Especially you just get in there first. and the yeah. first one, you just get yeah. in there and they show you around. You're like, oh, great. You're up. Awesome. But like the freedom from being going there by yourself or like with your friends or, you know, with right. your partner yeah. going over there and then having the freedom to do whatever you want right. and not hold back to go to the gay bars I would. and all that. So I feel like that'd be just a note a of lot, caution. A little, a little know yourself. So if you're me, you should never go alone. Because I'll yeah, end up in, <laughs> in <laughs> Russia. Yeah. And I, uh, I got arrested just for being. So, yeah. I think oh, it's yeah, good to, true. like, that's you true. know, go with your comfort zone. And for yes. me, it yeah. was yeah. important. I needed that. But now, oh, yeah. that's awesome. When I think about going, I want to go right? to Spain. I want to yeah. go to uh, more of Italy. I want to do Ireland. And now that I've gone through so much right. of Europe, uh-huh. and I speak Spanish too, so it'd be, See, be I could fun. make it through Spain easy enough. My Spanish actually helped me through a lot of countries. Maybe I seemed less American because I knew more than one language. Mm. Might, because you know most people from uh, Europe do tend to be bilingual or trilingual. Trilingual. You only speak English? American. Yeah, Yeah. Um, exactly. (laughs) They teach it in their schools. I mean, how brilliant is that? Let's teach our kids while we can shout in their brains. I mean, go ahead. Teach them Spanish and and, uh, right. But yeah, they tried like with me. It was it was very. From now on, though, yeah. I wouldn't really w- need to go with a tour group unless yeah. I was to go somewhere like Asia, where yeah. it'd be a different kinds of culture shock, okay. or yeah. Australia, and New Zealand, maybe. But even there, you can speak English. So yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's a lot there. I'm fascinated by this. Stay away from Turkey for a while. Just yeah. word of advice, and probably Greece. Uh, but every you know the travel Greece, bugs Britain. You know, yeah. Although Greece is pretty, but yeah, it's kind well, of it's a, pretty. It's kind it's of a mess over there. I was just gonna say, it's get just it together, not stable really right yeah. now. That's okay. Just a thing. Listen hey, to our show. Listen, we will teach you. I'm friends with you, and you're not stable. So <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's true. I'm gonna uh, go with that. That's true. All right, <laughs> let's uh, let's take our next song break here. Uh, this is gonna be Congo's "Take It From." You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. We've been talking with Sam LaFroche. Uh, yes, we have. And Josh Swan. Yes, and uh, recently just talking about uh, Josh's uh, European vacation. His European <sighs> extravaganza. Extravaganza. Um, and how fascinating it is uh, when you get to experience... Yeah. A different culture, I guess, from yeah. you know, from where we're at. You were saying we all know that you're you're leaving us to go to Portland, and yeah. that it makes it a little easier. Uh, yeah, because for me, like, thank God that I seem more worldly than this. But right. I've lived in Idaho my entire 22 years, within an hour of Coeur d'Alene, thank God. and it might seem smaller to a lot of people. But even going to Portland is going to be a huge huge step for me as far as my life goes and this was kind of like the culture shock to be like look at how these vastly different cultures exist and right portland i'm not afraid of anything over there i'm interested sam you also moved 
from not New York to New York. You moved from a very rural place. From not New York. Yeah. That was officially the name. Yeah. From you're not New York to New York. I don't know York. if you knew that. That's, but. that's the U.S. <laughs> you guys that's are the best. New York and not New not York. York. Who York. needs Google? Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> make up this stuff. Right? Not New York, North Carolina. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Great. Yeah. yeah where, where in North Carolina were you from? South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> so you were in South Carolina, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm from You guys are the best. <laughs> you guys are the best. I feel like a celebrity. Yeah. Right? You're like, yeah, it's good. It's fine. Um, Camden, South Carolina. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's a little um mm-hmm. horse town. They oh, race horses there. Fun. That's what they're kind of so like. So it's literally okay. a horse yeah, town. Horse town. Yeah. <laughs> literally. No. Yeah. And it's not too bad, I don't think. I mean, I um after I lived in New York and went back there, I really saw the beauty of it. So there's oh, an appreciation. Awesome. There is an appreciation for small What town. do you let's yeah. let's go with what advice do you give someone who is going to a bigger city that they, you know, it's new. They've not done this before. What did you learn? What were your survival guide tips? Oh <laughs> gosh. <laughs> you really have to like fall on your butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we grow at the speed of pain. And I Ooh, really think that, that is so. W- hold on, yeah. Like we said earlier, right hold on. Wisdom, what is that? wisdom, yeah, wisdom just happened. Next, next Oprah, right? Yeah. <laughs> we grow no, at but the it's speed true. of pain. true. And so yeah. I don't have any advice. You know, I just say worst advice ever. No, yeah. I mean, like, what am I supposed to tell you? Stay away from like men, drugs, and alcohol. You know, right? but well, you I know. think he just said it all in one sentence. Yeah, and I think that's brilliant. So, in other words, don't be afraid. Go live and don't, don't be, afraid be afraid to fall oh god see because it's that fear yeah, yeah. i yeah. tell you what fear will manipulate it and will. distort yes, your life it will. so bring in more love less mm-hmm. fear you know and take some take some uh take some chances that's awesome i need to take oh a break right now because i that is my favorite okay ever. i'm having an oprah <laughs> an opergasm right now so the sappiest co-host i, to go I am but it's true i love that it's so true yeah it's really good Beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, I was having a moment. Move I know, on. I Go know. On. You're good I'm now. used to it. That was, I know. It was a beautiful it moment. Thank it you was. for sharing that. I think that's, I'm going to write it in my journal later. Yeah. I mean, hey, and it's true. Fear does really kind of keep us together, keep us in, well, you know. It, it, I think fear, it's exactly what's, keep what's us I mean, stuck. just touch on uh, politics. I'm sorry. It's exactly what's happening right now. It's, Absolutely. It's the easiest way to control others. It is. Because they're afraid mm-hmm. to be you know, the actual humanity that yeah. they have inside of them. They fear that. The fear is contagious. I, I have fear and I'm like passing it on to True. you. True. And, then and it passing just, it on. And so it's right. Like, yeah. Right. You know, it is an yeah. epidemic. It is. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And we grow at the speed of pain. Truth. And so we shouldn't be, pain is just a natural aspect of mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. but it's and not a fact. we get a choice. No. We can grow from our experience or we can choose to well, let it do nothing for us. I would yeah. much rather learn through life and, you know, and the lessons that come. Right. Than That's exactly to just be what Damon, Doctor Damon, not a real doctor, says. We have to like say that every time. That is full title. Yeah, Doctor Damon, not a real doctor. <laughs> yeah, great. Yes. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> he, he always says, "Is you know, you can't choose when you're going to feel pain, but you can choose if you want to suffer." Suffering is a choice because you don't have to sit there and, you know, cry over spilled milk and then like mope around in your pain. You can learn from it and move on and be a better person. Or you can sit there and be like, well, my love sucks. So I can't do this. But I love that. You can't choose when you're going to experience Put your big girl shoes on and walk out. So one of my favorite quotes ever is don't judge a person by what happens to them, but by how they choose to react to it. Truth, truth. There's so much. Okay, right throw now. more quotes out. I guess it's a quote. I'm hour. loving this. Hey, I'm I mean, like, someday, 
Someday yeah. I want to be like Uncle Iroh from like Avatar, The oh Last Airbender, God. just giving off. Uh, I didn't get that reference. Prophecies <laughs> and whatnot, like words of wisdom. Did, did you get that reference? I love yeah. that you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like y'all need some culture. Oh, I just have to say, you learn very quickly now that we've been doing this for three years how to talk to people. You're like. I, we're just gonna go. You won't even know. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, well, flattered. I actually the did last watch Airbender. The last Airbender. I mean, like, what is that? I love that. My brother <laughs> watched it so religiously that I know what that is. That is a magical show. Well, when you show, start an anime thing, it is an anime thing. thing. Yeah. When you started yeah. and said Shyamalan? Avatar, I thought, yeah. oh, that that movie. Blue yeah, people. And then you finished it with the last Airbender. Yeah, very yeah. different. You it's not the blue people. We started yeah. in this world and we ended up way over here. So yeah. It's magical. It. It's just full of words of wisdom, and I'm like, I want to be that. <laughs> right. I love. Oh, okay. I do. Yeah. I love this. I have to say, you're welcome to all of our listeners today, um. because <laughs> I feel like this has been. This is. Hey, this is like looking at a like sitting at a table across from Sergey and I when we go to coffee for four hours. Oh my god. This gosh. is what happens. Yeah. This room. The gay view. Oh. Yeah. The it's gay true. View. <laughs> Can I yeah. be Joy? Do so it. What? Oh. Who cares? Yes. Can you believe it? Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Oh, that does not happen. <laughs> yeah. in this no, that name doesn't exist <laughs> in this room. Kurt, Kurt will be. Yeah, oh. he's out there. He's and this is what I gotta say: Who is still standing after this many years? Joy. That's it. Yeah. She's the only Joy. one. <laughs> she is the only one still standing. Yeah. So, anyways, whoopee, this has been whoopee, a lot of fun for me. Oh, I like. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoopee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be a raven. That's it's one of those two. <laughs> that's, that's raven. She's no oh, more. I know. She was, what? She was like there for a hot minute. That's like, so raven. Oh, I'm still on it. Like and I don't know. That I just saw yeah. her and Candace Cameron. I don't know about raven. I don't know about. Just, yeah. And she's her, crazy. Yeah. And Candace. What? Candace can talk about her. leave. Yes. Go home. Bye, Felicia. Got it. PTA mom. PTA. <laughs> yes. PTA mom. Yes. On steroids. Oh yes. my God. Mm. Yeah. So, anyways, we tend to clear coffee houses whenever we, we do. We can clear thing. a room, but we're oh. there for four hours and we're loud. So I get it. So yeah. That's that's an American quality. We found that out what? everywhere we went in Europe. Really? There'd be a huge group of us, and we'd start talking. We did really well at the Hofbra House, which is a famous beer hall in Germany, okay. where everybody's loud. But everywhere else, it'd Seriously? be like, um, they will kick me out of Europe. I know. I'm not allowed <laughs> there as of this minute. Because this, can I tell you this? This week at yeah. work, my boss goes, "I love it when you talk on the phone to our clients, but you're so loud." Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm kind of used to that. Give me a soundproof room; it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, but I'm entertaining. Same, same here. All I'm on matters. one side of the building, not even the office, the building, I and I'm know. saying something, and someone comes all the way from the other corner. I was like, that's a great story. I want to hear it again because I, right? I heard half of it. Okay, we're never gonna make it in Europe. <laughs> we're gonna try, but it's gonna be Sorry. hard. I'm just telling you. Okay, yeah. we're back. We digress. Hi, back to. But anyway, so we encourage. I think what we've learned this hour is to bring cultures together. And don't be afraid. Bing, bing, bing. See, exactly. Thank you, NBC. Little peacock feathers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's take a song break. And then when we come back, let's actually uh, do the interview with John Glover. I'm excited. He is Mm -hmm. a legend, uh, a legendary actor. So Yes, yeah. We'll we'll talk to him. All right. This is going to be Small Pools with Killer Whales. John Glover is a name you've undoubtedly heard numerous times over the years. From Gremlins to RoboCop, from Frasier to Agent Carter, to his villainous turn as Lionel Luther on the hit series Smallville, John Glover has been part of our entertainment for decades. From theater to screen, he has delivered memorable work time and again, and we are very honored to welcome John Glover to Outspoken. John, are you there? 
I am here. Yeah. Thank what you. What an s- intro! My golly. Oh well, you know. I didn't realize I was so important. <laughs> <laughs> well, surprise! After the work you have delivered over quite a while, I mean, I think you've earned it. So. Thank you. You're- Thank you. Very welcome. I've been at it for a while, haven't I? Yeah. Yes, certainly so. You are one of the lucky ones, too. You are, are constantly working. Let's start with way back. When did you first know you wanted to be an actor? Um, when I was in uh, high school, you know, you had all those future groups, the future farmers, oh, and yeah. future homemakers, and future teachers, and, and we had career day. I went to hotel management. I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. <laughs> I I like the theater, so I thought I would be an English teacher that, you know, directed the drama plays at the high school somewhere. Oh, right. Um, but the thought of standing up in front of a classroom and being a teacher and imparting knowledge terrified me, because I thought, how, how, how am I going to teach anybody when I can't even stay, pay attention in class? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and... Um, so, uh, but I went to a state teachers' college, Towson State Teachers' College, which is now Towson University, a big, huge thing, and just north of Baltimore. And um, there was a, a summer theater, or there is a summer theater, very near where my mother came from, in uh, Southwest Virginia, the Barter Theater in Abingdon. And uh, my freshman year of college, she went down back. Uh, we lived in Salisbury, Maryland, and uh, she went to visit her mother for Easter, and she came back and she said, "There's this theater." the Barter Theater, and they um, they have apprentices every summer. She knew I, I liked the theater, so she said, Do you want, I've gotten you an application if you want to go be a, an apprentice. So I got my uh, two letters of recommendation. They accepted me, but what I was was I was uh, free labor because I got paid nothing, um, and I you know built the sets and did all that stuff and uh, took down the sets, uh, when a, at the end of the week and put up the new set. So, so I was free labor for them. But um, I got, the first summer I was there, after my freshman year in college, I played the lead in Look Homeward Angel, um, this play about uh, Thomas Wolfe, mm-hmm. the writer, mm-hmm. and, uh, and played some other parts. So I went back all through my, uh, uh, each college uh, vacation, Instead of taking a vacation, I went down to the barter and, and was an apprentice and an actor. And I was sharing stages with people who were in New York, living in New York and making their living as a, an actor. And I thought, I, I could, I guess I could do this because they cast me in these plays. So I graduated and moved to New York and, um, and started working. A lot, in the beginning, out of town from New York. I'd go to New York and get a job in a regional theater somewhere and to go do some plays, which is wow. a great way to learn because you yeah. learn in front of an audience. Absolutely. So yeah. really your your so, mother kind of initiated you into the theater yeah. field. How, do, yeah, how does your did. family think about you being an actor now? Are they pretty supportive? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, well, <laughs> the, fir- the first time I was, I was on a, I, you know, I, I would go out of town and do plays and things, so they didn't understand that. And I think they were a little leery that how could I earn a living doing that? But they, uh, back when I was a kid, they did these shows on, I think, CBS called You Are There. Remember? Mm-hmm. Where, oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So they were redoing them in, um, in the uh, 60s. I guess it was the 60s and maybe early 70s. Mm-hmm. And I got a part as a Pony Express rider uh, that broke a record or something. And, um, and this was on, on mm-hmm. Saturday, I think. And my dad was a big golfer. 
and it was on the TV set at the golf club, at mm-hmm. the country club where he was. So he saw me on the television, and that is when they uh, thought, oh, okay, this can happen for him. And, and sure. all our friends see him on the TV, and they'll come right. and talk to us. Too. So, <laughs> so it was the TV appearance that, that I think made them trust that, that I had a future as a you, as an actor. That you might actually be able to support yourself. Now, so yeah. you, you so you come out as an actor. When did you realize uh, you were gay? Oh, you know, I was just talking to the... I'm doing this play now at Shakespeare in the Park. Where we, oh, wow. We're Troilus and Cressida. <laughs> and I play a Pandarus, who basically is a dirty old man. Oh, uh-huh. Who, yeah. And so there are all these young guys who are the soul. The play's about Helen of Troy and the Trojans and the Greeks and sure, war. So right. It's actually a play about now, yeah. about the futility of war. But there are all these young guys in their 20s. And I'm this, uh, and I play this dirty old man. And so <laughs> it's like being in a candy store for me. <laughs> but I was talking to them yesterday. We moved to the theater yesterday. So there was a lot of waiting around. That, and we were, I don't I don't know how we got on the subject but it, but I was telling them when I when I was young I mean I knew I was different mm-hmm. or special or whatever words you want to call it but but I I it was it was an uncomfortable feeling and something I felt I had to hide right um, and for the longest time I I did it's not I was telling these twenty year olds you, you guys have got it so lucky you mm-hmm. know because people you know you just People can be out today. Yeah, um, but I spent a, a long time uh, not being um, who I am. I guess trying to be mm-hmm. something different, you know, to please my father. To right, you know, yeah. to sure. It was it was like a, a dirty word somehow. Sure, being yeah. gay or whatever whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Well, when so you it took, me, it took me a while to to, mm-hmm. to open myself up, and what's happened is that my work has improved. Because I'm being honest with who I am, so my work seems to be more honest now. Seeing that, sure. can't see that, Hedda, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there's a positive. Yeah. Were, were you ever the lessons, the lessons of life? Right. Yeah. Were you ever nervous that uh, it could work your affect your work or your career negatively? You know, because um, the stigma or you know the response that you might get because of that. I. I, I think I was more ashamed of being mm-hmm. gay uh, than anything else. I did a, I did a play with uh, Carol Kane at uh, Yale Rep, uh, Tales from the Vienna Woods, uh, by Orden von Horvath, and uh, and we played lovers, and and I didn't know Carol that well. I just knew her from the movies, and I'd met her a couple of times. Um, but she said we we I think we had a run through, and we I went back to her hotel room, and we were sitting there talking. She said, now my friend Jane said that you're gay. Are you gay? Oh. And I, I could feel myself just flinch. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, it doesn't matter to me. It's just that um, we have to have this incredible relationship on the stage. And so it, all, those things always work better if, if people know each other better. Right. So it's just, I'm just asking so that when we do work, how, how we deal with each other. And we became fast, fast friends, and our sexual relationship on the stage was just um, erotic. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Not neurotic, erotic. <laughs> but it's, it's because she basically said, 
be honest with me. We're working together, and it's important that I know who you are. See, and that's amazing. Just like you said. She's a smart, smart right, lady. She's right? an incredible actress and a soul yes. in tune to the world and people and things. Well, and as yeah. you as you were discovering or being able to accept yourself more fully along the journey of just what life is, you you of course have been part of a uh, a, a strong long term relationship. Do you find that that ever had additional pressure put on your relationship because of your career, or did you were you able to keep them separate enough that they didn't kind of affect each other? With with my relationship, yeah, the one that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 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 difficult. We've been together. We're on year twenty-four now. Oh wow! Um, and um, and I go away to work. Uh, Adam Kurtzman, my mm-hmm. husband, we mm-hmm. got married on December third. Oh, congratulations! Um, thank you. Um, he um, he's a sculptor and artist. Mm-hmm. He works in in leaded glass. He makes incredible oh, wow. things. But he he. Uh, his studio is in the, what what used to be the um, garage of the house that we live in now in Los Angeles. I don't, I don't seem to work in L.A. anymore. I come to New York and do plays, mm-hmm. and I'm of an age that I'm I'm not going to. I mean, I, I want to get as. I'm I'm going for this. I've, I got two jobs back to back. They're great jobs, nice. and I'm and I'm going to be gone for se- I'm gone for seven months. Oh wow! And and he because of his his work in, in the studio. He has no studio in New York, so he's a, alone in our house. Mm. He works in a studio alone, and then it comes nighttime, and he's alone in the house, and he... It, it's, it's, it's very difficult sometimes for me to be away so much. Wow. Um, yeah, very difficult, but sure. I, he understands that I need to... I mean, it's what I do. I, right. I sort of thrive on... I'm one of those people that is very lucky to have a job that yeah, love absolutely. Lot, well, and speaking yeah. of being lucky, I mean, you've had work pretty consistently for decades now. Did you ever notice the concept of you know the gay glass ceiling at all? I don't know what that means. So, What's the gay, what do you mean? It. it I mean, it's like, a concept that they have. We were just talking to some actors mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, and this concept. It's kind of like uh, earlier. This concept that that if you're an openly gay actor. There is a glass ceiling in mm-hmm. Hollywood that they keep you kind of pigeonholed and don't let you, I guess, expand your your work just due to the fact of your sexuality. Have you ever experienced that at all? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I play. I mean, the first, you know, I played in, in an early Frost that that yes. guy Victor D'Amato, a winner mm-hmm. in love, who who dies of AIDS yes. and, and a very gay man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've done parts like that, but I mean, they hired me for Lionel Luther, who yeah. was, mm-hmm. you know. But, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I, I guess at a certain point I stopped worrying about it. I remember I was in, um, I think it was in the seventies, and I was doing um, um, a movie called The Incredible Shrinking Woman with oh, Lily yeah. Tomlin, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I didn't work a, a, a lot on the thing. I didn't have that big a part. But but I was there in L.A. a lot. And one night I just got my contract out and read the whole thing. And there was this, um, uh, um, what's the word, um, a clause that was uh-huh. about being a good person. A mor- a morality, oh, a morality moral clause, clause, yeah. And I read it, and I panicked. 
<laughs> and I called my agent, and I it was Susan Smith, and I said, Susan, what do I do? <laughs> they might fire me. They find out I'm gay. She just started laughing, and she said, I think this is something, John, that was left over around the time of Fatty Arbuckle and that thing right. where, that scandal, mm-hmm. that they put that in there, and nobody pays any attention to it anymore, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, okay. So yeah. that's the... Okay. Okay. So yeah. you mentioned uh, an early frost, and uh, you and your fellow actors were brave enough to to be involved with that, and that's one of the first movies to touch on the subject of AIDS. Uh, why, mm-hmm. you know, what made what made you and your actors do such a big project, such a bold project, at the time? Well, because it was so important. There were, you know, the people were 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 shunning people that had AIDS. I mean, there was, it, was, it was a terrible time. And we needed, I mean, this, this film, this TV movie, kind of told the truth mm-hmm. about a, a very beautiful, normal family that's, that, is, that does, their son comes down with AIDS and they, and they have to deal with it. It's so loving and beautiful. It changed people's uh, points of view. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not everybody, but, but the people who saw it, it was... It was so important. Yeah, and so it, I, yeah. I, I knew I, I wanted so badly to be in it, and uh, I had the guy that directed it, John Ehrman, who I'm good friends with now. But I, I'd met him a couple of times. But I went in to read. There were two parts that I could have done. With one was the part I did, and the other was the part that was uh, Aiden Quinn's, who played the yes. son's uh, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so John Ehrman just said, "Well, there are two parts you could play. You got not a rat, rat." chance in hell playing the boyfriend <laughs> but i think i think you could probably do the the uh, the other guy mm-hmm. and so i i uh, read the scene and and he cast me and and it was i just i mean i uh, i think we all just wanted to do it i mean it was an incredible cast sylvia sydney and yeah Jenna rollins and i mean just uh, it was amazing it's a beautiful i went to see it uh a few years ago, they had a screening of it in L.A., and I went to see it, and it's, it's still wonderful. See, it's and, wonderful. It's just loving. No one else, yeah, no one else at the time was even wanting to talk about it a lot, at least not in politics. And, you know, Art oh, has uh, this... President Reagan never mentioned No, it. wouldn't even mm-hmm. breathe the name out yeah, loud. Yeah, I know. That and was I, disappointing. Very. <laughs> and I think that's what's amazing about art, art of all forms. You know, film, theater, performing arts, they're just, you know, three mediums through which artists can inspire and encourage social change, including a movie mm-hmm. like that. In the long and still ongoing battle that we're having, uh, it seems, around the country for equality, what what films, musicals, or projects do you see that you that excite you that you think are making those kinds of statements for change? Oh golly! <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I've done a lot of Terrence McNally's plays, and he's oh a, yes, and he's I mean, he and Tom got married in every every state they could, every <laughs> state that that said you can be married here. They went and had the ceremony so they could be as married as possible. <laughs> but but so many of his plays are are about us, you know, yes. the gay people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I um. I don't. I'm. I kind of get blindsided when I'm, I'm. I come to New York and I come to work on a project, so right. I don't pay attention to everything else that's that's around or, or whatever. Sure, it is. Sure. I don't know how to well, answer that question. Very sure. Well. Yeah. Well, John, what is your secret to such a long career in Hollywood and on Broadway? 
I guess um, I have fun when I work. I mm-hmm. love people, so I love to be around them. I'm as silly as a goon when, in <laughs> rehearsal, and and now I'm getting older. I think I've, I'm losing my executive function, so I tend to say things that I <laughs> probably shouldn't. Um, but but it, I don't know. It's, I I just love people, and I I love being able to tell stories. Yeah. I, I had a I, I there was a point in my career when I was out in L.A. where I got too focused on the money and success part, and I and I kind of my, I found a teacher, this guy Milton Katselis, that I've heard about for years and years, and I'd always been afraid to go to an acting class, just act in front of my peers. I just thought it was it terrified terrified me, yeah. but I was in such a I, I I I didn't enjoy working anymore, so I started going to his class. And um, he kind of opened me back up. He said, you closed up shop. He said, you've got to get back to... Yeah. to he, said, he, he also said a thing that your attitude monitors your talent. Your, your attitude, what, the choices that you make in your life are the things that go into your work. They're the same thing. So if, you, if you're honest, your work will be more honest. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I was so lucky to find this man yeah no, so staying authentic when you yeah and staying authentic as you said you know way back that seems to be a great theme throughout your life and your work and it seems to be your secret to continuing to love what you do and continuing to work i think so i sure do like to go to work <laughs> right right that always helps well you know you mentioned your tony award-winning role in the terrence mcnally play uh, Love, mm-hmm. Valor, Compassion, which uh, I I own the movie. It's one of my favorite movies ever. And you played the role of John and James Jekyll. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite. But how did that come to be? And then how did you even develop these two very, very different siblings? Um, I I had seen a, a, the play before uh, Terrence did the Love, Valor, was called Lips Together, Teeth Apart. And I'd seen a production, uh, the production of it in New York. And it's four, four actors, and, and uh, Tony Heald, who I've known for a long, long time, played uh, this character, John. And, uh, and I, I, uh, I wanted to be in it. And I had been, uh, I'd done a reading of a Terrence's play at the, at, in L.A. at the Music Center. It's only a play uh, about, that they just did on Broadway last year. And he had written me a, a little postcard with, that had his number on it. So when I got back to L.A. from seeing the play in New York, I found the postcard, and I called him up, and I said, Terrence, because they did his plays at the Music Center a lot, when you do Lips Together, Teeth Apart, can I play this role of John? Mm-hmm. John, uh, John, John, I can't remember what his last name was. <laughs> anyway, so we were in rehearsal, we were in tech rehearsal, and he let, he let me, so we were in tech rehearsals, and I remember he, we were, I was going into the bathroom, and he was coming out of the bathroom, the dressing room area, and he said, this new play that I'm working on, I started hearing one of the characters with your voice. Oh, wow. And it turned out to be John and James Jekyll and, oh, and okay. Love, Valor, Compassion. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so I guess I owe it to the fact that I was pushy and called him up and asked him if I could be <laughs> in this play of his. Yeah. Did you so, uh, did you help develop these very two specific characters? They're like night and day, really. Um, uh, or well, did what, you get it all from his words? in rehearsal is that John Jekyll 
was terrified that people wouldn't like him. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't mean to be mean mm-hmm. or, or ugly. Mm-hmm. He just was terrified, and that's how it, and James was so in love with people and loved life yeah. that he just gave all the time, which of course made John Jekyll even worse. I mean, right. it, it, it made him even more afraid that there was this brother. I mean, there's that great scene on stage where, where I play with myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that John Jekyll comes in and confesses to his brother that, um, He's always hated him because everybody loved him and yeah. not and not John. Right. <laughs> it's right. it's mm-hmm. a beautiful scene. It is, sure. But I, I, that's what I just, I, I realized that it, it wasn't that one was a villain, one was just terrified. Right. Mm-hmm. So, John, as, as we wrap up this interview, do you have any advice for gay actors now who are maybe trying to, you know, get to where you are and get to uh, having decades of success? Just, just do the work to do the work, and don't do the work to try and become rich and famous. Oh yeah, if, do it for the if love. You can just get get to the point where where it's about the work, and it it'll it'll work out best. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, your your breadth of work is proof of that. You can always tell you go one hundred percent in, and that's why we're lucky enough to have a lot of work to enjoy you in. So thank you so much for all that you do to help entertain the rest of this world. Thank you. Very welcome. Well, so this has been an honor. Thank you. I didn't know what this was going to be. I was a little nervous. Oh. But I'm so glad I talked to you guys. Thank you so I much. I am glad oh, you well, took you. time. Thank you. And please yeah. have an amazing rest of your day. I know you're you're working today, so thank you for taking no, time before that. Today's my day off. Monday's oh, good. Oh, good. Good. Then relax yeah. and have coffee. Kurt tells us you enjoy that. So we love coffee, mm-hmm. too. We'll have some with you. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye. 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 And that was the actor John Glover. He has been part of our world for decades. You can see, I do highly recommend that you watch the movie Love, Valor, Compassion. But anything that he does, I loved him in Smallville. Mm -hmm. Loved him as the evil Lionel Luther. Lionel Um, Luther. Yeah. He. uh, did a brilliant turn as that. But we were honored to speak to such a legend on our show. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned. We'll be back with more great Outspoken. And now some music. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. I'm going to name that movie for everyone in this Mm -hmm. this room because I don't think you've seen it. It was an old 80s movie. But that song on the soundtrack to Mannequin and a lot of our listeners will know because I love that movie and I love that song. Oh, just saying, it's from my childhood. Love it. I love it. I've never seen it or heard of it. No, but, but it's a okay. lot of fun. It is. It's definitely an eighties. Mo- oh, okay. You, uh, you've seen Sex in the City. Yeah, and the city. And the, the city. Sex in the city. <laughs> Samantha, <laughs> the woman who plays Samantha, that was oh, one of her okay. first movies. Okay. Okay. Um, she played the mannequin that comes to life. All right. And has sex with uh, Michael T. Hall, I think. Huh. Michael C. Hall. Interesting. Yeah, and he was very good. A real like mannequin that. comes up. To, that's yes, a weird plot. because she was cursed way back in the day. Oh. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun movie. Gypsies. Love it. Gypsies, Tr- tramps, and thieves. Share. Oh, okay. okay, so moving on. <laughs> moving on. Anyways, that was a fun interview with uh, the two boys in here, and then a fun interview with John Glover as yes. well. Yes, yes. 
So, you know, he's been around since 19... Well, he's been around since prior 1960, but his career his started career in 1960. Started. I was saying when we were talking to Sam Lafrage, who was in here earlier, that what is amazing about him is actors tend to go through ups and downs. Um, and mm-hmm. most... It's rare for someone in, in the entertainment uh, field to last and get consistent work over decades oh, yeah. of time. Um, John Glover has always worked since then. And it's also one of the things I would say for Madonna, because I love her, uh, which is, you know, respect or don't respect, but the fact is that woman has been working since mm-hmm. uh, 1980, yeah. and she has consistently worked. So she's lasted longer than most of the people who make fun um, of her. Let's just so. talk about Cher as well, who's still oh. releasing albums, by the way. Also How in do you her not 60s, love her? and she's been around for but it's six really decades. Yes, it's only a handful of people. Yeah. That's not... That's really not yeah. a lot when you know how many people are out there who try yeah. to make it in the business. So, it's anyways, crazy. very fascinating. John Glover, a lot uh-huh. of fun, has a lot of history and been around a lot. And still, he's doing yeah. a play in New York, like he said in his interview. Yeah, absolutely. Um, still going. He might run into Sam Lafroge. Sam Lafroge. Oh, yeah. Because Sam's out there in New York. Sam's out there in New York. And also, Sam is also out there in Spokane right now because he is, he is seeing his own show performed by not his own people. <laughs> and I love when I when I named his show. And he's like, no. No, that's nope, not that's it. No, that's not true. So, Comedia de Rapunzel. Yes, and go see the show, and then you can meet Sam, who's a lot of fun. He is fun. And a really nice guy, because he's going to be there today. He um, will. Break a leg to all of the hour. awesome actors who, who were in the studio and It'll are doing that It'll be so today. fun. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i excited for all of you who are going to go see it. I wish I could go see it with him right now. Right. That'd be fun, but mm-hmm. oh well. It's good. Next time. It's a good thing. Yes. So it's been a fun show. We still have, you know, the wind down hour and a half. We had a call earlier. Someone really enjoyed the first hour. I, I hope you a said lot. half hour. I did. Okay, because you. St- mm-hmm. I thought you said hour and a half. Yeah. And really. I would hope our wind down is not an hour and a half. What I meant was we've uh, been otherwise. on for an hour and a half. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> it Matt. takes me about an hour and a half to wa- unwind after our show. Yeah, that's a long when time. I got that confused. I mean, typically when we're talking in person, yes. Yes. When we're at coffee, oh yeah. Yes, completely. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we digress in the last half hour. Um, summer is winding down. We talked about how so far, fingers crossed, our fire season mm-hmm. has been not so bad. So far, hasn't been huge. Really. There's mm-hmm. only been a couple. Um, right now, LA, our thoughts are out with them because that fire is gigantic. That is huge. Um, right now, so yeah. our thoughts right. are with them as it's getting worse. You can see it from Vegas. You can, and it's kind of <coughs> crazy. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, their fire um, in such a big area already smoggy, already smoky, um, health hazard to a lot of people, and yeah. of course, the fire hazard to a lot of people. Yeah, um, that's for a realness. Thing. So thing. sad, sad, sad. But I'm glad we're avoiding it. Um, although. Like I love to tell you, we still have plenty of time. Let's hope it doesn't come around, but yes, we still have right. plenty of time. So yeah, uh, next week's hundred degree heat might. Uh, I'm leaving. Might be bad. I'm going to leave Washington for. That. I know. I want to. I want to just go to Seattle and hang out. Hopefully, they have an eighty degree heat. Right. I would. I'm going to. Yes. Eighties is perfect. Let's make some phone calls. We've got some friends. Let's yeah, just get out. We of can town. go on a beach there. Who and needs to mm-hmm. earn a week's worth of pay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sick. I mean, I'm sick. That's right. it. For you lucky people who get sick leave. Yeah. Sick pay. Huh? Doesn't happen in my world. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so now we're just unwinding. Um, mm-hmm. That's, mm, I mean, you oh, go. did you, you, we talked a little bit about um, WikiLeaks and the DNC leaks that happened. Um, yes. That's kind of a big topic and right now because more emails got revealed, more got hacked. Democratic got National everything. Convention yeah. starts this week. Yep. The DNC. So, of course, that's the big deal right well, now. And the big question, and 
I'm sorry we're resorting back to pauses, but it, this is. You I don't know, know if I'm sorry about it. We actually kept it out of the show for most of we it. We did. Um, but the big deal right now about that is because all of this new information is coming out. I mean, no, it's not gonna you know make Hillary all of a sudden not most likely be the the nominee. It's not gonna boost no, Bernie's support. No, it's not gonna change that by any the means. The real question is because of this. This do Bernie Sanders supporters support Hillary now? I mean, the big thing is like well, the u- the unity in the party is what's being threatened, really. And we can't afford that right now because, yeah, we know that this is not the most organized and it is a rigged system and it's not perfect, yeah. but it's better than the other outcome. And I think that's what we really have to focus on. Right. We're well, not saying this is the perfect. what a um, strange time when Bernie just yeah. came out, what, about two weeks ago. To endorse her. And endorsed her. Yeah. Now, given, I'm not saying, none of us, no one's saying that Hillary was involved in this. Yeah. Uh, what they're saying is, of course, um, Debbie Wasserman, who, uh, I'm sorry, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who is mm. the DNC chair. You know, this happened like almost a year ago right. when it came out that she was, uh, you know, changing times of uh, debates for yes. Bernie and Hillary. And she wanted them more to be in favor of Hillary. Mm-hmm. These accusations came out before there were some email leaks back then. Yep. Um, and Bernie tried to be supportive, but mm-hmm. there were calls for Wasserman to resign at that yes. time because it was obvious she used to work for Hillary. So it seemed like there was some bias there, but she refused to step down. Interest, yeah. Now with this new information uh, showing that, honestly, she has 100%, been... 100%. Yeah, yeah. In that case, she finally announces today... That uh, she will resign mm-hmm. fr- in the aftermath of this con- controversy, but right. let's be honest, it's done. It, the damage is done. Exactly. The fact you is, resigning now has no point to it. Yeah, I mean, I mean you need to resign because yeah. you you did things you shouldn't have done in your position. But the fact is, Bernie's campaign is done. It's mm-hmm. uh, all of it is far too far yeah, gone. You screwed him um, now. Everything. So it this. However, this might have mattered a year ago. I think we're still in the same boat. So now Bernie Sanders, his, Mm -hmm. and I think he's a smart man personally. Um, He knows, okay, so how do I use this to still make sure, because he has said it time and again, really now that we're where we at, the main goal is to keep Trump from office. Period. That is where we need to be. It's why he chose to finally uh, get behind Hillary. Um, it's why he wants because they need to be unified. So I don't know what's going to happen now. I don't think he can revive his campaign as much right. as I would. I was definitely in his camp. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can do that with her resignation. Yeah. It might matter uh, at the next election, but it's a little too late. But it now what late. the now you said it. Yeah. The name of the game is can he convince his supporters to stay in the Hillary camp right. or will this be too much of a bomb too jaded for them to be able mm-hmm. to stay there. But the problem is, I do believe, in a system that is not officially a three-party system, I do believe it's a lot of throwing away your vote, which to me, if you throw away your vote, you're actually casting your vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we can afford to do that. Sure, yeah. So that's the scary part. Well, another side to the a throwing away your vote thing is the more you say that, the more it becomes true. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more people think that you're throwing away your vote the less people will actually vote. But if more people did that, it would make an impact. Maybe mm-hmm. not now, but further on. Well, true, and but you would have to have a solidified mass of people who understood you that would. they did have the power to put someone else with, in office. I don't think we're there. With two, par- two parties that are completely... You know, dysfunctional separated, and very horrible. dysfunctional, oh, okay, that too. not doing very, you know, not doing very good. 
Um, do you think now is the time that we can start thinking about it, start working the people, start working the masses that don't say, agree with either side because they are completely, right. you know. I will say this. Corrupt, everything really. has to start with cracks, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we've seen the cracks. It doesn't do people good today. Right. It does become, I'm going to bring back my favorite word, an impetus for change. Mm-hmm. I do think, yes. I do right. think we can use this momentum. Just like I think we can use, you know, to go back on, a, on another issue, we can use something like Orlando mm-hmm. to create change if we allow it. I think we can start to unify now around this obvious proof that there's something wrong with the system. And here's the thing that's interesting. Mm-hmm. We watched during the RNC, the Republican National Convention, that it's a problem there, that they are falling apart. They are. That they 100%. are not uniform, unified no matter what they want to say that they are. And that is becoming a circus. They proved it yeah. in that. But what we have also turned around and proved, it doesn't mean one side is better than the other because guess what? We're, watch the this Democrats week. Democrats are the same. We they are also falling yeah, apart absolutely so the problem is we maybe just we don't make s- the system is broke. right we we might not be as big of a circus and offend as many people right, as they right. will but we are still falling apart because yeah. there's still so many separate camps well, because we're disjointed now more yeah. than ever yeah we, everybody the is people in the republican party are split right right all over the place they can't agree on mm. an actual one stance right people in the democratic national convention are the same way they right. are split we do express it differently, but right. the fact is it's there. So you're right. Can yeah. this time be used so, to make change? So in a country that has always been a two-party system, always, always had, yeah. we are now in what people debate the fifth or sixth uh, two-party system. This is techni- I, I would consider it the fifth uh, party system that we've had. Do you think this is the time for us to change that and become a multi-party system? Or do you think we're just... This is just another way for us to evolve into the next, the sixth party system. What do you, what do you think? Is it going to just transfer into two parties again and I just think the, switch around, or can we actually pull something off? What I think. where we have a multi-party system, like Germany and Australia, right. I and think even the this UK. This is what I think. I think the natural tendency, yeah. if we do nothing different, mm-hmm. is to just evolve and to continue yeah, in a way that helps create the same yeah. status quo. Yeah. That is how I think if we do nothing, mm-hmm. it will exactly go. I think we have to make uh, an effort right, to make the change. Like There becomes this perfect time, place and time where you see that if we put mm-hmm. any amount of energy into something, we can change it. Mm-hmm. You know how there's a, that perfect moment where it's, it's close to breaking that you can make an opportunity out of it. Right. And I think that opportunity can also pass us by. So it depends on what we do as a people. Right. Well, and typically what happens as a people is we do not take that opportunity. Because we want to be complacent. We wait for it to fall apart. And then we wait for it to have to be put back together. And we wait for other people to do that. Exactly. We don't take active. We go, okay, that works. That's fine. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what we, I think we have to, that's what has Mm -hmm. to change. Mm -hmm. It's, It's like when Josh, in the first hour when we were talking to him and he mentioned... Um, Orlando and yep. how I think it was in Germany that there was it was this, in Amsterdam yeah so mm-hmm. it was in the they had this there was a monument but there was yeah. this tribute to, on to, the monument right yeah, yeah. Uh, to what happened in Orlando mm-hmm. but my question in my head that I didn't say at that time was yes but something that big did happen but I haven't seen mm-hmm. any change come from it. What I did see is someone want to change something on Capitol Hill and we make sure we shut that down. And I haven't seen 
a very big movement yeah. to use that to create change. My because as human beings, it's we want the easy route. We do. And we want the least work route. The problem mm-hmm. is your system doesn't work if you do not put the energy into it. Mm-hmm. And we have stopped putting energy into it for so long that that's why we're at where we're at. Don't you I think, think? Yeah, I think so. I think we have gotten um, very okay with being complacent and yeah. lazy. And that's what we do. And we just sit there while uh, we wait for something to change. And yeah. I think, well, you, you know, mentioned, yeah. uh, you know, that we can do this multi-party system. That's an option. It is that an can option. Come out of it. And the status quo answer is going to be, but that's so different. We'll never be able to, to make that yeah. work. Right. Right. So, which I disagree with. And I feel like that's the answer you do when you don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's the answer you say. But what do you think about us making steps towards that in the U.S.? I mean, I here's the thing. P- plenty of people already identify themselves as an independent. I mean, at the at the True. core of it, on a grassroots level, if we're just thinking about the people, we're already there. There's so many people that don't want to identify with one party yeah. or another, so they call themselves independent because yes. they don't have a third That's or fourth what or fifth I believe party. I am. I'm right. right there. And then there's certain people who will go the extra step and be like, well, I'm Green Party or I'm this party. Right. And while those, are, right. there's a lot more of them now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. While those parties don't have a solid foundation yet, um, if we were to introduce a third or fourth party that were... Uh, that those independents could go into, um, you know, I think we could happen. The big problem is how do we gain, how do people gain um, momentum? How do we people gain status? How do people right. get into the and house? And let's be honest, the part of the reason the we government. have mm-hmm. the support of just two parties is it, it also works. comes down to media. It, does. it comes down to the way we we present them both because mm-hmm. we only give these parties, the spotlight. It's not that things aren't happening in the Green Party, that things aren't happening in the Libertarian Party, but you notice it's always a side story, and a lot of times it's done in a mocking manner. Exactly. So part of it is responsibility of media, which you and I talk about a lot, in actually being the full picture. Mm -hmm. You know, let's look at everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think, I mean, media, we're part of of humanity as well. I think everybody has to start. Mm -hmm. I mean... Things are changing everywhere. If you look at the head of Fox, uh, he was ousted this yeah. week. He was the head of it forever. He was a very old regime, though. Mm-hmm. He had an old way of doing things, a way sec- sexist way of doing things. Absolutely, And yeah. he finally got called on it, and the Murdoch said, you're out. We're going to bring someone yeah. else in. That's a chance at change at a huge network. Huge. Um, I, d- I mean, we don't know how it's going to go. They tend to go where the money goes. But yeah. we but, have a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. across the board in our country today. Yeah. To where we could make a lot of change. It could go really good or really bad. We have to step into Mm -hmm. it and say, Mm -hmm. as citizens, this is what I would like to see happen. Instead of sitting on the sidelines and being a spectator in your own country. Right. And time comes in every people's history. We are writing it right now, um, mind you, to make that change. And you get to pick. I mean... Here's the thing. We have that opportunity with picking Trump for change. He's got to change a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had yep. that opportunity with Bernie. He would have changed a lot. We yep. have the opportunity with Hillary. She's going to be status quo, but change right. stuff, too. Right. I mean, we have all these levels of change that we can pick, and we are picking it right now. We and are. And people are being very loud about what they want. Obama said it in his speech after the Orlando. By not making a decision, you've yeah. made a decision. Yeah. So it is not, it's just one is passive and one is, is active. Yeah, silence is an action. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. And, you know, so much can happen. So I think it's time that citizens start stepping up and saying, okay, I, want. I want to be a part of this mm-hmm. and I want to 
start telling you what I think, what country I want to live in, what country we yeah. want to be. Right. As we said on the, the July 4th show that we mentioned. What country Josh, do we want to be? Josh yeah, on it, absolutely. Right? Well, you know, it's funny because just this weekend, um, I, w- I was walking around with Cole and we were talking um, and we were talking about how crazy everything is and how we felt even the uh, the Democratic Party has so fallen apart that it's just hard. It's hard to be here. And I always joke, oh, well, Vancouver's just over there. Why don't we move there? To, right. uh, then he was like, you know, I'm actually OK with that. Yeah. For the first time yeah. he wanted to consider it. So it's weird because that's, you know, that's where a lot of people in this country are. Yeah. Is, well, we are about to give up because and that you try so hard yes you do so much work and then people and money and the status quo blocks your way yeah from change from, from being change. better we could yeah we were very close and, and we let's still be are honest, a lot of times we should we be have to better we and we're not can be better okay so let's take a break let's do it this is going to be the 88 with this must be love you are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. A this little soulfulness on mm-hmm. your Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, with that song, yes, it's true. Uh, Siri and I just mentioned that we did. you can't get away from a show without some politics because- We're going to do it. And I, as I was saying, I was like, just being queer mm-hmm. is a political stance. It I is. I mean, it just is. In um, this day and age, it is. And I think we shy away from politics in our society too much, and that's part of the problem. That's oh, true. Oh, let's yeah. not talk politics. Uh, Why? It's it's basically talking about my life. Here's the thing. I don't think we ever shy away from politics. Right. Every it was every nice, show yeah. we have something. Some, yeah. We always talk mm. about we're very involved, um, which is great, which is awesome. And I will say we had a listener write in and say, but remind everybody we were talking about Canada earlier. Yes. It's a viable option for a lot of people leave, yeah. uh, to, if it goes the Trump way, that they... They're looking at ways yeah. to go to Canada. And uh, she wanted us to remind everybody, the grass is always greener. This is true. Um, you know, Canada is going to have its... Any place you go to is going to have its own There's set gonna be of exactly. problems. Exactly. Um, but they just wouldn't have... Trump yeah. president. So yeah. I think it's better. Uh, no, but you know, there's a lot of things you have to take right. into consideration. Right. So why don't we just do something about it? And then, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't have to be an option because yeah. we take I our think, country back. I think we have to fight tooth and nail to make sure that this doesn't happen here so we can stay and just, you know, be here. But, you know, I think that people who want to go to Canada, if Trump is elected, I would not blame them because no. you know what? It not it is not going to be a fun four years here, and no. why would you want to be caught up no. in that? I actually think it scares me because I yeah. actually think. But listen, we have a good few months left before the uh, you know election, yeah. and right now we don't know who it's going to go to. They're really close, right? Um, and we can hope that. Listen, I'm I would like the safer vote. I'm just saying. Yes, I like the vote that doesn't make me feel like I'm going to be ostracized and killed. Mm-hmm. I like that vote better. That is a, that is a better vote. Right. Just, so it's going to be interesting now that the DNC happens this this week to yeah. see what happens there. But I guess we'll talk about it next week. I know. Next week we get to play some games. We do. I, the, Houston the Houston Tilly is going to bring us some games. He's g- created g- some g- games, games. I know. We're going to have a lot of fun. fun. Anyways, it's going to be a good show. Uh, we're going to talk to, I believe, the, um, the CEO of OutSports mm-hmm. as well next week. Yeah, so that'll I'm be fun. Looking at Kurt to give me, a, he has no idea what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Yes, well, that's who we're talking we'll to. We'll just see you. Play some we'll games. It's going to be a good old time. See you next week.